Welcome back to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show, we have Stephen Furtick. And Stephen is talking to us about Paul. And I've been thinking so much about Paul lately in the past few months, and what a great man of God and great example he is for us to follow. Because Paul, it doesn't matter where Paul was, it doesn't matter what he went through, it doesn't matter if he was shackled or if he was whipped or if he was in chains or if he was on a boat that was shipwrecked. Paul was a man of God. Paul loved Jesus. Paul was surrounded with love and empowered by the love of God all the time. All the time. He was so grateful. Even in the midst of the difficult times, he had love dripping from him. I mean, he went through some difficult times. He had people who would bother him, you know, but he was full of love And he loved Jesus and he knew his purpose and he knew that his purpose was to tell others the good news of the gospel. And he's just an amazing example of who we should be in Christ. And so Stephen Furtick is actually talking to us today about Paul and about his perspective. It's a great sermon. Here's Stephen. Paul wants to make a few revisions. Let's talk for a moment about the revision the the revision i i've noticed a lot of times that when we write a song or when i write a sermon the magic happens not on the first draft or the second draft or the third draft but it is in the revision that the potential of the song or the sermon is revealed oh i love that cuz when i think about it i i think that maybe there are some things this year where I'm getting the story wrong, and I need to see it differently. It's not looking good for Paul. It doesn't look like he's going to make it. It doesn't look like… It's embarrassing when your pastor is in jail, I would imagine. I hope you never have to find out firsthand what that's like. Not planning that. But remember now, he's been driven across the Adriatic Sea, three months in Malta. Now he finds himself in Rome, and he's still waiting, and the situation is still unresolved. But he's not. Resolution is not an event. It is a decision. And as Paul reflects from Rome and looks at what's happening, he understands that, well, sometimes people will misjudge your situation because they do not know the backstory. And so he is informing them, he's taking the opportunity to inform them about what is apparent and what is actual. I love it because sometimes what's happening on the surface is not the real story. So Paul is focusing here not on what is happening to him, but what is happening through him. The story that you tell is dependent on the point of view that you have. 
So while others are looking at Paul's life from the outside in, they are judging him a failure. While others are looking at Paul's life from the outside in, they're saying he's going down now. While others are looking at Paul's life from the outside in, far away from Philippi, across the Mediterranean Sea, it doesn't look good from Paul. But Paul is not looking at his situation from the outside in. He's looking at his situation from the inside out. Now, the inside is where the Spirit of God lives. If the Spirit of God lives in you, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So it means that no matter what resistance is against me, somebody shout, I'm glad it happened. There are some things that I went through this year that I didn't like. There are some things that I went through this year that hurt. And I'm not saying that they didn't hurt. They hurt. I'm not saying that they didn't hurt. They hurt like hell. You should have left your kids home. It's New Year's Eve. I'm not saying that I would have chosen them if I had had the opportunity. But now that I've been through it, there is something that I learned through, what I went through, that made me who I am, and I'm standing today. Y'all didn't come to give him praise. Somebody shout, I'm glad. probably felt sorry for Paul. They were probably signing petitions to their senators to get Paul out of prison. Paul said, stop all your petitions. Don't feel sorry for me. I know I got these chains on me, but I'm freer than all y'all. Now, I didn't like it at the time. I didn't get it at the time. It didn't make sense while I was in it. But I've been here long enough to recognize. And I've been through enough storms to know. And I held on to the planks of the boat and made it across the sea and saw God's provision at a level that now I can tell you that actually God is up to something. Paul says, I'm not a hostage. I want you to say that because this is a revision that you need to make because some of you have made yourself the victim of 2017. And we need to make some revisions because you cannot leave 2017 like a victim and go into 2018 like a victor. And you've got to make a decision tonight. You've got, you've got to revise some of the stuff in your story and take a cue from Paul. I was confused at first because he said, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me, but then he gives no detail about what actually happened to him. All he talks about is what God did through the events that he could have been bitter about. I'm not a hostage. Don't feel sorry for me. In fact, Paul might say, I always wanted to go to Rome to preach the gospel. I didn't think I'd have to drag these shackles through the streets to do it, but it actually works out pretty good because all these guards have to listen to me preach anytime I open my mouth. I'm not a hostage. I'm not a hostage to your opinions. I'm not a hostage to what went wrong. I hear Paul saying 
all the way from Rome, shouting across the Mediterranean Sea, shouting all the way into 2017, just before midnight Eastern Standard Time, shouting to Elevation Blakeney, shouting to University City, shouting to Lake Norman, shouting to the Overflow in Ballantyne, shouting to the EFAM watching online. I hear God shouting into your iPhone 10. I hear this message. I hear Paul saying, I'm not a hostage. I'm a weapon. See, I made up my mind. Anywhere God puts me, there's a purpose for it. I'm not a hostage. You better shove your neighbor right now. Say, I'm not a hostage. I'm a weapon formed in the fire, held steady in the hand of God, and aimed at the darkness. Somebody shout, I'm a weapon. Watch out, devil. Every time you cut on me, you make me sharper. I'm loaded now. I'm focused now. I'm aimed now. I know what matters now. Feels like the Spirit of God is breaking out on this side of the church. Somebody thought you were trapped. It's not you that's trapped. It's the enemy. You got the devil on the run. Don't you back down. Let's set the record straight. I came here in chains, but because I'm here, somebody's going to get set free. God put me here, not Caesar, not Festus. It wasn't the boat that brought me here. It was the purpose of God. What a great statement. It wasn't a boat that brought me here. It was the purpose of God. What kind of faith is that? And that's exactly, like I said at the beginning, the man that Paul was on this earth. He trusted God no matter what the circumstance, no matter where God took him, no matter where he was. He had faith to know that he was a light and that other people were going to be changed because of him. Well, that was Stephen Furtick. And you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Stephen Furtick, How to Come Out of This Year Stronger. And you can also find out more information, of course, at his website, which is stephenfurtick.com. He's got some great books, of course, sermons all over the web and um, just different podcasts you can subscribe to and, and things like that. So I encourage you to check him out as well. I hope you have an amazing day today and that you are continuing to think about the year 2021 and what that might hold for you and to get together with God and set some goals together with Him and watch Him move so that you can indeed live that 320 life more than you could ever imagine. God bless you.